Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louis. We need to talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> Gotta Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and any First Nations Bluey fans who are joining us today. Mary Bolling, how are you, love? I am ready for some – no, actually, I'm skipping this curried sausages. I'm going straight to Pavlova. (laughs) (laughs) That is what life looks like at the moment. Look, I don't think I've ever had curried sausages, so I'm really interested to hear if this is a thing in your house. Have you ever had curried sausages? No, I have like a box of Keen's curry. I assume that's what would go into curried sausages, but it is exclusively for currying eggs when I feel like old fashioned sandwiches. Oh, yum. That Mm. sounds delicious. See, I put a teaspoon of curry powder in uh, my zucchini slice. Ooh. It's a really good hack. I don't know why. It just makes it so much tastier. So. Taking yeah. that to the bank. Wow, this has been a valuable oh, episode yeah. already. I hope <laughs> I everyone out there is taking Just notes. <laughs> passing on the phone hacks left, right, and center. Uh, uh. Evening, ladies. What are you Evening. doing here? I watched a TikTok video the other day, which was like, you know how old you are by if someone says, pretend to pick up the phone, how you pick up the phone. And I'm uh, so people of my era would probably stick out the little thing, like you make a fist, mm-hmm. stick out your thumb, and stick out your little finger, and be like, "Call me." Yeah. But my kids, like, um, we do the the nanny call, and um, so my beautiful mother-in-law, Saint Elizabeth, has been staying with us recently, and um, because we normally call her every single night just before the kids go to bed for her to say good night. Yep. But she was here in person, so I was like, but they needed the nana call to go to sleep because that's part of the routine. So for the last Love few weeks it. it's been like, we're going to make the nana call, but like pretend phones. And oh. the boys have been doing straight palm to the ear. Ooh, even okay. Though, and I was like, oh, I'm old. Like they don't even know what this the thumb generation. and finger is. <laughs> it's the straight palm, like an iPhone shape, you know, that against the – you can say hello, you know. Sometimes I'll pretend to put it on FaceTime to show me a pretend video. Like just uh, uh, look, at least they're picking up the phone because I'm jumping forward to my favorite moment in this episode <laughs> where Bluey's phone rings and she just looks so confused. <laughs> it's like, hello? Like, why would you call me on this thing? So <laughs> Yeah, I think your kids are more uh, more widely uh, experienced with phones than most of uh, most of their uh, generation. I found this almost the most Orwellian um, episode of Bluey yet. Yes, like did you? We watched this together for the first time, there, and I still remember just I don't know. It was it was weird. It was like I felt a bit guilty. I almost probably the best comparison I have is like the way I felt after watching Bob Bilby. It's like, yeah. oh God, what are we teaching kids about <laughs> like being part of society and like being lonely and being isolated oh. even in the company of loved ones? Like just wow. Uh, but at least we know now so we can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't fix it. No. Uh, yeah, no, I've had those feelings, but 
I feel like it ends in a happy place. So let's mm, mm, mm. <laughs> let's work through it together. Okay. Here you go. Nice to meet you, Ziggy. Good luck with your your app. Thanks, Mort. G'day, Dad. G'day, chili dog. And yeah, what a happy place to start. Uh, Granddad, who we discover is Mort, is heading to the city. I oh. love the name that he's got. The name Mort. I mean, it's, it's just so appropriate, <laughs> isn't it? It's yeah. Nothing could say someone who doesn't know what an app is more than the name Mort. <laughs> I feel so they've ticked that box just yet. Knocked it out of the park. I love that um, he's in. I'm guessing the equivalent of like a ride share, like an Uber or something, and yeah. he's talking to Ziggy about an app. It's, it's such a. I'm sure I've had conversations like that with um my parents or my parents-in-law, where like they'll be like they'll turn after having a very in-depth conversation and they'll. What's that about? You know, like, uh, yes, yep. Having to be the uh, the generational uh, explainer is a mm. thing. Um, but I want some uh, geographical explainer from this exchange because so it's a while since Mort's been to the city, as Bandit says, uh, and getting the the rideshare. You'd think he's coming from the airport, yeah. But when. Chili went with the girls to visit. They drove. So how far away does he live, do you reckon? Mm. Talk to me about Queensland, Mary. Like, <laughs> Oh. So, <laughs> so say like because like the healers we're guessing are in, Pad- in Paddington in Brisbane, so yeah. quite central. Mm-hmm. Would it be back blocks of Goldie? Like would that be a thing flying up? Would it be um, oh, uh, sun- I think you-, you wouldn't really fly from Sunshine Coast, would you? But Noosa, would you fly from Noosa down to Brisbane? Uh, maybe. It feels like he's but like you your Monday. You wouldn't not come to the Brisbane. city from Noosa for a long time, surely. Like oh, maybe people. Oh, it's two hours. Actually, why would anyone leave Noosa? It's so beautiful oh, no, up it's there. It's so beautiful. So, I'm oh, like, yeah. Because <laughs> I always got very like, yeah, your Monday vibes from granddad you know like that sort of glass house mountains yeah out in the scrub. um well there is a lot more of queensland beyond that yeah and <laughs> with a lot of airports i guess so rocky like because is that sort of the next one up no oh, i don't really like, know my really, like a lot of old people live around bundaberg oh um, yeah yeah which is a big sort of retirement spot with beautiful beaches and that then would be like four hours rocky, and that would probably be yeah four or five hours from Brisbane. I don't mm. think this episode really nails down yeah how far away Granddad lives. But look, suffice to say, he's a country boy. Yeah, <laughs> that what the sounds like reasonable, yeah, doesn't it? Like yeah. you could probably just about get away with a morning tea break, taking your kids four hours in the car before they get really cranky. And it would make sense that they're staying because you can't do that in a day trip. Let me just sort Ziggy out. See you more. Hey, what? Where's he going? I didn't pay him yet. A thing I love about driving anywhere in Australia, really, but particularly uh, when I would drive from um, when I lived in Gladstone, sort of driving south towards the Bundabergs and, and beyond to Brisbane, there is a place called Midnight Scrub. Mm. which I've never been to. I do not know anything about it other than that it's a signpost off the highway. What a to great me, name. Mort seems like a very midnight scrub kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so is that near Gladi? Any more evidence. Pardon? Is that near Gladi or where is it? 
Uh, somewhere between Gladdy and Bundy, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Check yeah. you out, you Queenslander. Like, not Gladstone and Bundaberg, <laughs> yeah. it's Gladdy and Bundy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Mort would say, so that's what I'm yeah. going to say. Um, <laughs> yep, so greet uh, Daughter Chili and um, Bandit at the door. Uh and straight but, in with the kids, which uh, is always a win, isn't it? Like, you know. That yeah. makes me so, yeah, that's just the most heartwarming part of this episode before it all goes downhill with your isolation <laughs> and these things that you've uh, <laughs> tapped into, Kate. But, yeah, the game, even though the girls obviously haven't seen him for a while, they just don't miss a beat inviting him to play. And obviously that relationship is already there that, of course, granddad's going to play like, I think, you know, even though the girls expect everyone to play with them mm. and all the adults in their life seem extremely obliging in doing that, uh, I feel like Granddad has already kind of set a standard here. He, They know he's going to play with them. Hey, kids. Granddad. Oh, there you go. Can you play with this, Granddad? Oh, yeah, you bet. What are you playing? We're playing restaurant. Oh, yeah, I've been to a restaurant. Oh, and he raised like master playmaster, you know, like <laughs> in Chile. So you'd have to yeah, admit, like, yeah, think okay. he's got some level of skill, right? Like totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, he's he's in and they're gonna play restaurant. Now, did you ever play restaurant as a kid, Mary? I would say so. Um, no huge memories of it. Were you a, a fine chef? Uh I had a little like plastic kitchen thing that was probably about the size of a lunchbox it was like a grill with like little pictures of food that you put oh, in a yep. fry pan and some of them I admit now I, even then I was like oh no no one would eat that I think it was like on one side the food was cooked and the other side the food was raw Ooh, so that- <laughs> yeah and like you had to turn the piece of paper over in the fry pan. anyway my you restaurant that, that could be a toy line just waiting <laughs> to happen <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, horrifying yeah, we, toy line. I thought this was a restaurant. It is, but you don't come to the restaurant. Don't you? You stay at home and order on your phone. Yeah, my restaurant looked absolutely nothing like what the girls have. They've got a very slick operation going on, um, a la oh. door delivery services. Just the stocks of the kitchen alone, the fact that they can put their hands on sausages and pavlovas without, you know, <laughs> batting an eyelid. Like, this is... Like, you know, I didn't have kitchen play things as a kid, but, yeah, having as standard a kitchen play area in your house, I reckon, has become really a thing. Mm -hmm. We still don't have one. The boys will just drag out actual kitchen stuff if they want to play kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, Joe's pretty into, like, emptying the shelves because he's 22, 21 months now. So, yeah, he's at perfect, like, walking, grabbing height for all that stuff and gets very whingy when he can't see what's going on in the kitchen. We do have a kitchen that was given to us free from people we knew on Marketplace. Like, they would put it, they put it on Marketplace. Uh-huh. Like, we'll have it. And they're like, you can just have it. I feel like there's very much that culture of, like, oh, yeah, we're done with it. Now you can just have it. Yeah. Yeah, among yeah. parents. We never had a fancy kitchen. And growing up, it was always buckets and I don't know, like even watching that little scene and like they checked Grandpa into his, I'm guessing, an equivalent of like an Airbnb. This is where you live. 
Hey, is this my house? No, it's not your house. Oh, right. Well, whose is it? It's theirs. You pay them on your phone to have a holiday here. See, just press this app. A uh, great shout out to another cult ABC classic wow. in this episode. <laughs> It was amazing to see that little Wiggles photo in the supposed Airbnb and that they owned the house. Well, (laughs) look, there is so much going on in that moment because the Wiggles have made so much money off so Mm. many generations of children and their parents that it is entirely plausible they own every (laughs) Airbnb house out there for a start. Yeah. (laughs) But then uh, it's the current lineup of Wiggles, which I loved. Um, You can – Plenty of people on the interwebs have Hang zoomed on, yeah. in. It's not the current lineup anymore. Though. Well, it was the current it lineup. It was the current lineup when this aired. Uh, but yeah, lucky they snuck it in, really, mm-hmm. because uh, are you? Can you even say it out loud yet, Kate? That that well, so uh, Emma Watkins, who plays Yellow Wiggle Emma, and she was like subbed in ten years ago, resigned at oh. the end of last year. But then to Today, like when oh. we're recording this, um, so in- I don't think I'm up with this. What? What? <laughs> um, she did like some cryptic Instagram post today saying um, she changed her handle to Emma Memma, uh-huh. and it was like I can't wait to show you what I'm working with Emma Memma. So, Ooh. so I would say it's still Wiggles associated, but maybe not the crazy concert commitments of being an actual full time Wiggle. Well, perhaps, yeah, just a recording career outside of yeah. being yellow. Like, this is big. Wow. Yeah. So um, I don't think we've seen the last of Emma Watkins, our favourite ever wiggle. Um, <laughs> she is. Why do you think Bluey has a signed picture of the previous Wiggles lineup in their playhouse? Did they go to a Wiggles concert? Did someone source this for them? I reckon they're the type of family that would front up for a Wiggles concert. Yeah, I did too. And, you yeah. know, yeah, Bandit, there was probably some hijinks where, you know, Bandit thought he was queuing for a German sausage and actually got to the front of the line where Wiggles were signing <laughs> autographs and so they just <laughs> left with it. But, um, but yeah, I'm more interested in where have the healers been going that they've been staying in Airbnbs <laughs> and what are these Airbnbs that have photos of the owners? <laughs> I don't think that's common, you know, staying in an Airbnb and finding actual evidence of the people who live there. It's usually much more Kmart artwork and some tasteful, like, target throw pillows. Yeah, like basically not nice enough to be stolen but still nice enough for you to think that this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a a very fine threshold. Airbnb design right there. (laughs) Yeah. Which is yeah. also how I uh, decorate my house. So, you know, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> uh, 90% came <laughs> like, yeah, Just welcome to my world. Okay, I work at the restaurant and it's dinner time and you want some food. Got it. More so let's is... get back into the game. Yeah, yeah. Mort thinks he knows exactly what he's doing. Like he's he's heard this row before. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's so confident. I just love how he walks into the restaurant and... Evening, ladies. Um, He's such a man of the world, really. Yeah. It was like Joey Tribbiani and Friends. It was um, Kramer and Seinfeld. It was, you know, every confident man walking into the the sitcom set. It was great. 
Um, and it shut uh, down very quickly. <laughs> well, like any sitcom, uh, confusion reigns. And Bluey, yeah, I just love her building confusion at what is Granddad doing through this episode. <laughs> yeah, first that he would walk into a restaurant, and then um, as she kind of hustles him back to check in on the phone, um, that he would ring the phone. Um, yeah, just mind blown. Um, <laughs> I binged at the end of last year only murders in the building oh, on yeah, yeah. Disney. You said that, that was really good. Which I yeah, very very funny if you're into those types of murdery podcasts. There's just so many tropes that they've built in there. One of the kind of tropes that they keep coming back to is it's two old blokes. Um uh, Steve Martin and Steve Martin and uh Martin Short maybe mm-hmm. um investigating a murder with uh young adorable thing selena gomez that is the one um yeah one of the recurring jokes is that you can't ring a millennial on the phone like they don't like it when you know and bluey is clearly in that that millennial (laughs) uh uh age group where like why would you call me so um yeah loving that (laughs) but um but yeah, the I think my Brene Brown moment um, as all this confusion builds comes when Mort finally gets his head around how this game works, that in apps, in any of the uh, services provided by this restaurant, um, you can have anything you want. What type of restaurant are you? What do you mean? Are you Chinese or Italian? We're everything. Yeah, you can order a pizza or a burrito. A burrito? (laughs) Burrito. You can have anything you want. Ah, okay. Anything I want, eh? That makes it harder for some reason. And, yeah, the um, choice paralysis that Mm. we can all get when you just have too many things, too many tabs open, too many... um, options in your uber eats too many things to watch on tv i've done a bit of reading about this actually so um you know not based in any like real psychology evidential sort of studies or anything <laughs> but, but you know is the best kind. Yeah. you know so you know <laughs> yes. evidence formed um and it was sort of it's talking about um it's mainly gretchen rubin actually who writes a lot about habits uh-huh. and um she talks about how we can basically get decision fatigue um, after about, I think it's about 200 decisions in the day. And then mm-hmm. you start to make the easier choices rather than the um, the choices that are better for you. You actually want even, yeah. Yeah, because you just, your brain is tapped out after, you know, like making literally thousands of decisions um, that you don't have the mental energy or space to start <sighs> making good ones and that's where your habits kick in. But um, it's really interesting how particularly um, notable leaders sort of hack this. So Barack Obama was like, I'm going to wear two suits. I've got a right. black one and a blue one and I wear either a black or a blue and they're the only that's the only choice I will make sort of thing. Like. <laughs> So, so like there people, could have been other ways for the leader of the free world to outsource that. <laughs> yeah, and but there's like other people um, uh, oh, um, famously in Australia, Carl Stefanovic wore the same suit on air for like uh, yeah, true. six yeah. months and no one realised. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that his was more PR stunt than, you know, decision <laughs> yeah, fatigue. Possibly. But, but yeah. still. 
Yeah, but um, there's so much evidence around the fact that we are constantly overwhelmed with having to make decisions, particularly caregivers, primary caregivers, often Mm -hmm. mums, um, making uh, so many decisions every day from, you know, what's for dinner to um, what should my child wear that I'm not going to get judged um, or (laughs) a a reasonable temperature. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a really interesting concept that they kind of just sort of nail in a sentence, really. Like it does make it hard having more things to choose from. Absolutely, especially if you just want curried sausages, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need help choosing, Grandad? No, no, I'm all right. Oh, I know. Curried sausages. Curried sausages? Yeah. Oh, the look um, on their face when he says uh, that is just... I must admit I was feeling them, even without really knowing what they are. They they just don't sound appetising, do they? Yeah, I kind of want to give it a go, though, just so I know. Mm, okay. I don't know why. I don't like, think you're going to find them on Uber Eats, Kay. No, I don't <laughs> You're going to have to cook them yourself. Am I going to have to get one of those deputy packet things from the supermarket? That, mm, you maybe. Know, Oh. Yeah, I reckon that's probably how. But my kids yeah. don't eat what I cook them anyway, so I may as well just <laughs> yeah, try something new. <laughs> and, and this is going to be how we hack our choices from here on in. We're having curried sausages every night, kids. So oh, get one of my to friends, it. like, um, sorry, t- tangent. She was uh, posting photos on Facebook the other day of a beautiful hike that her family were doing mm-hmm. and <laughs> was like everyone was in a bad mood and I figured – if everyone was going to be whinging, they may as well be whinging doing something that I like. So, so she got them all out of the house hiking. I was like, this is the, the wow. energy I need in my life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you could imagine just a bit of, yeah, mum channeling unicorns, like hearing yeah. that whinging up the mountain and like, and what, what should, should I get? I get? <laughs> At least I'm listening to it doing something that I like. I really like uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like whinging might go up a level when you take them on an unwilling hike. But anyway, full points for trying. Um, So Grandad orders his sausages on the app. He is an old dog learning new tricks, but he's still (laughs) not loving these new tricks because um, he wants to pick them up. He wants to (laughs) chat to the scooter person and then... um, when finally the scooter person bingo wordlessly delivers backs away oh my heart was just breaking it just made me want to order uber and have a really good chat with the scooter person oh you don't really chat to the scooter person oh okay I just, yeah, and this is probably the moment that really got to me and I it stayed with me for a long time after watching the episode but human beings are designed for connection Mm. and the way we're designing society doesn't support that a lot of the time in a safe way so it's it's so hard you know we've we've become so insular we're we're more connected than we've ever been in our in our history through having a little device in a hand that can mm. connect us with the world. Like if someone had told you about one day you're going to have a little box of magic that you can put uh, in your pocket, no wires totally. when you were a kid. All the people who say, where's my jetpack? I'm like, no, look at our phone. Yeah. <laughs> like we're in the future. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? So, you know, and even though we're more connected, I feel like um, 
yeah, we're we're more polarized. We're we're more isolated. There's this mental health epidemic. There's this um, culture of comparison. Uh, I'm, yeah, and it's it so all, hard and and convenience as well. Yes. And yeah, it all kind of yeah. And the expense of really real relationships, all, yeah, and connection is what's getting missed. Like. I feel like this does dwell on that you said um, the Orwellian kind of vibes of this episode. Like there, you know, there could have been a way that this episode instead found all the positive apps to uh, <laughs> that are actually <laughs> helping people. I'm not sure what they are. Um, oh, like that one that we profiled a while ago that we both love that gets your kids to sleep when they oh, yeah, listen no, to I, it. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. No, that's true. All up for On that. On those bedtime. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, connecting our kids to Elmo, that's connection, you know. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, look, anything that gets them to sleep after a certain but, point yeah, of the look, I'm just like, yes. Technology be my friend. This you know, this episode does dwell on the the darker sides of technology as Mort discovers them and you know, your heart's just breaking as he says, Oh, do, so do I just sit here and eat this alone? Um You can watch your phone if you like. Oh, that oh. was the bit that was just like Oh my god. You oh, know, like, I have to like, you know, do a mental like like a brain rewind of everything I've said to the kids lately. And I'm like, have I told them to just watch their phone if they like? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't talk to me. You can watch your phone if you like. You're like, oh yeah, probably. Um yeah. but I love it how it flips and it's like, well, actually, technology is just a tool. And mm. if humans slash granddads are creative, it can mm-hmm. be a tool for connection. So oh, um save of the year. Like Yeah. Well Hey uh can anyone make one of these apps? Um and they can do whatever you want. Yeah. Good to know. I'm good at crocodiles. <laughs> I am loving Mort's creativity here because this is not a man who takes any aspect of life lying down and by golly he is not going to be sucked into this weird world where he's sitting in a play hut by himself with his cold curry sausages. Yes. I love that he just starts by going Pavlova <laughs> and even like I don't know, there's some conspiratorial glances towards the picture of the Wiggles on the playroom wall, which um, I'm really here for. Finish my sausages. Oh, I could go some dessert. Pavlova. Ooh, I just got an order for a pavlova. <laughs> you get that Mort is a community-minded guy and he's just finding whatever community he can around him, which uh, starts with the Wiggles and extends out to crocodiles. So (laughs) immediately just two Australian icons are on his side. You get the feeling. (laughs) Steve Irwin, were you getting strong Steve Irwin vibes? Oh, look, uh, by the time that Bluey is sitting on the crocodile to jump ahead, yeah, that that was a classic (laughs) uh, Steve Irwin move. Um, But the way that... The crocodile app, yeah, just lifts the mood of this episode and lifts <laughs> the involvement of the game. Um, yeah, it's it's creative thinking at its best and I feel like Mort and Bluey actually have a lot in common. <laughs> There's a rebellious streak where they're not prepared to accept the reality on offer, which I'm... Um, Yes. Yeah, the moment where Mort says, 
anyone can make an app and you can just see a ah, glint. The wheels are turning. The, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that to me was the most uh, bluey Christine healer kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> sequence I'd ever seen. And, yeah, loving that that uh, hereditary cheekiness. Here we go. <laughs> So Mort um, sneaks a toy crocodile into Bingo's backpack and then uh, casually shows up when all hell breaks loose <laughs> when this crocodile emerges. Um, um, I love how extended all hell breaking loose can be because <laughs> you've got to then wait for the app to be drawn. It's got to be a little freshy. Like, <laughs> Love that look on a on Bingo's face when like she's like, so what does the app look like? That you know, like because more instantly sings out, oh, I've, you've got a crocodile problem. I've got an app for that. Yeah, and, and Bingo is over there with the pen, like, oh, hang on, is it Bingo or Bluey that runs uh, over? I with think the it's pen? Bluey because yeah. Bingo's just running around with the That's crocodile. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. So just her- really studiously. Just push this button and a croc catcher comes to your door. That's just what we need. Load down the app. What's the picture, Granddad? It's a little croc set, like a little freshie. Okay, hurry. I'm hurrying. From here, it's just amazing. Um, The community, so first advice is get it outside, but um, once outside, Mort's (laughs) prepared to admit that, you know, he hadn't really thought um his app launch or (laughs) (laughs) um, or how the game would play through because yeah he doesn't know what to do but um he gets the girls involved which is a classic chili and bandit move just um assigning them all the key roles of the game so they can sit back and watch slash cower behind the steps you grab him by the snout me what about you i'll be back here supervisor okay hold still bingo the fact that the ultimate solution also involves getting the community involved with... Okay, okay. Which of your neighbours don't have any pets? <laughs> I mean, so you over Wendy's fence, could you? Like, that's just a no-go. Uh, now, I'm struggling to remember what is Lucky's dad doing over the fence when we hear him singing Tooralai? I think he's, again, hanging out washing. Okay. And so, yeah, again, the rugby shirts. Um, and again, the uh, classic uh, convict-based um, sing-along um, because the first mm. I think, first song we heard him sing was Morton Bay, um, which was about uh, convicts in Brisbane um, uprising against the evil, like, baddie uh English commander kind of guy, um, you know, it's a convict vibe. But Tooralai <laughs> is, um, this song is also kind of in the Australian classic songbook, I guess. Well, should, um, should we go, go into music then from here, Mary? Uh, yes, I think so. Have, have you got lots to say about Botany Bay? I do a little bit, but I'm keen to hear your um, experiences uh, with this song because I feel like even though <laughs> for some reason we were taught to sing here. this song at school and I don't understand why in retrospect. Like it's very colonial. But then again, 80s, 90s. I don't know. I feel like it's, well, 
so it's the only culture we had. <laughs> if you ignore 60,000 years of culture. Just, you know, um, just we ignore it because we, we did, we did. Uh, in Australia um, for a long time. Many people still do, yes. Um, but, yeah, like I feel like convict songs, a lot of them are bangers. Like I love <laughs> I love Bound for South Australia, which actually isn't a convict song because it was free people that settled in South Australia. Um, And, yeah, Turalai, Uralai, Aditi. In the Botany Bay song. In the Botany Bay song. Like, it's so catchy. Yeah, well, um, apparently, so the official history of Botany Bay, it was catalogued in the British Library as from the 1780s. and um, it doesn't really have um, an obvious connection with Australia other, other than this, the deportation of convicts. So the song lyrics sort of tell this tale of people saying farewell to London, so farewell to old England forever. Uh, yep. Farewell to my rum coes as well. So, you know, your friends down, uh, farewell to the well-known Old Bailey because they've been in jail. Yep. Um, and then the chorus is singing to rely or reliability, which is where we cut in with Lucky's dad. But uh, according to the internet, which, you know, we'll take with a Plausible. grain of salt. Yep. It may have had lines in common with Farewell to Judges and Juries, which was performed from 1820. Um, And uh, it was basically um, the lyrics were sort of adapted from a folk song, um, Mush Mush, and that's refrain was mush 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 to rely at a D. Sing mush 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 to rely. So, um, yeah, so potentially uh, a much older folk song than just that um, song which was traced back to the convict era. Um, there has been reports that in 1885 that there was a musical burlesque called Little Jack Shepherd, which was staged at the Gaiety Theatre in London, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, travelled to Melbourne in 1886 and apparently that had sort of a, ah. a form of Botany Bay in the in the form that we would know now and that Lucky's dad is singing uh, into <laughs> the night air before he's so rudely interrupted. had been catching the burlesque in the 18... 18- Look, he's <laughs> an old school dog. Watch his head, watch his head. Singing to a liar, a liar. Yeah, but can you imagine it being mush, mush, mush? Like it just... <laughs> That's, it just doesn't sound It's got potential as like a Wiggles, uh, a Wiggles song yeah. or something like that. They need to be on this bandwagon. Mush, 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 mashed potato. <laughs> well, yeah, because um, they sing about mashed banana, don't they? Yeah. Mush, right. mush, mush, mashed banana. Sing <laughs> mush, 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 mush. Might be a bit downbeat actually now that I think about it. <laughs> it really needs, I think, a Joff bushification. For uh, want yeah. of word, okay, a better so, word to really bring it bang up to date. Uh, so. Well, we did um, see it was the one-year anniversary uh, recently of Bluey the album coming out and I did notice on the socials that Joff said as soon as he's finished scoring season three he will be working on another album. Mm-hmm. Which So maybe the music from... The second half of season one, or maybe <sighs> season two music. Oh man, where do you even start? Oh. 
Yeah, we're gonna need a box set. Josh, uh, sort it out, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they have to go for season two, right? And then, but where do you start? There's so many good songs. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, Sleepy Time obviously has to be there. Yeah, but like, there's so many good ones. There's Neighbors, you know, Ooh, which is yeah. so different to. Um, sleepy time. I really oh, love the music squash. on Midnight Squash. Mm. I mean, Squash is yeah, that'd be a great one, and some great music, um, like little clips that you can go over to with the you know, little brothers, yes, beat, oh, beat, beat, you know, big brothers always beat little brothers, yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, if uh, if anyone's uh, starting to flag at this stage <laughs> of the year now that we're <laughs> well uh into february slash maybe early march um yeah hang in there there is more bluey pirates albums oh. coming hey! oh, thanks ladies there should be an app for that <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've said that um Granddad's creativity uh, and newfound uh, technical ability saves this episode with bringing crocodiles into play. Um, but he also, I guess, calms the farm a bit with, mm. you know, what you and I were feeling about what have we done to our children with all these apps and devices. Um, but actually, maybe it's not so bad with his final line to Chili. Things have changed a bit since I was last in the city. Yep. Kids are still kids, though. Oh, that is my line of the, uh, of the episode. Did you yeah. have one? Yes, so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I love that line, but Bluey's just confusion and sort of having to explain everything vibe, uh, I think it's just so summed up in uh, you don't really chat to the scooter person. <laughs> Bingo's face just backing up that statement. Yeah, I think um, I think that was a highlight for me. <laughs> uh, side note, I forgot um, we forgot to do MVP for oh, family meeting. We did. Uh, perhaps it's going to line up to be the same. No, because my MVP of this episode is definitely Mort. What a hero! Oh, what a legend! Yeah, how can you go past him? I think I think it actually. Yeah, it's unanimous. Uh, it has to be Mort. Oh, I'm, I hope he comes to the city so much more now that he knows what an app is. Um, but, yeah, why don't we just do our family meeting ones now too because uh, we, we know that now maybe. Yeah, we know that now. We know that now. The MVP um, of family meeting was. I, uh, I'm going to go with Chili. I think it has to be. Yeah. Although Bluey does put on a very convincing, uh, you know, performance as prosecutor and attorney. Mine, I think, is the skunk toy for being available <laughs> and so on brand for the purposes of the episode. Um, yeah, absolute winner. Okay, so that's that tidied up. <laughs> nice, nice work. Good save. Um, do we have anything else we need to get to? Mm, any mailbag? I have lots of mailbag. Um, and hi to a few uh, younger listeners who have been saying g'day and that makes me so happy including Sia in Adelaide um who emailed at the start of the year to say she's 10 she uh, loves the podcast um she loves our podcast and our names which I thought was very nice because I also love the name Sia um 
you're on a winner there. Isn't, mate. isn't the proper like like Grammy Award winning singer Sia from Adelaide too? Ooh. So yeah, I, perhaps her ten year old self is listening to the podcast. Very down <laughs> with Sia from Adelaide. Great name. Um, yeah, Sia from Adelaide's uh, favorite character is Bingo, and uh, she says she has her room um, the same as Bluey's room. Uh, so I don't know if that means she's uh, deep dive some interior design, but maybe there's some glow in the, the dark stars it, and it a salt lamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where did you get your kiwi fruit run? <laughs> yeah. Hand over the information. Um, <laughs> and also 13-year-old uh, Talia said g'day and she's just finished watching season three of Bluey, um, virtual hugs, and I'm okay for this to be on the podcast. So i get in touch and actually just say straight up, also a mention would be great um, <laughs> because, yeah, we love mentioning people and it saves we me do. checking with them if it's okay to mention it. How beautiful um, of both of them. So nice to hear from you and thank you for getting in touch and listening. Oh, so good. Um, and, yeah, uh, look, we've been hearing from lots of people as people gradually um, finally finish processing season three, which I think mm. we're still processing those <laughs> oh, yeah. season three episodes. Um, so it's great we're all doing it together. If you're still processing, if you've finished processing, let us know. <laughs> Tell us everything we need to know um, and check in on the socials. We're at BluePod on Instagram, Facebook, at Blue Podcast on Twitter, and you can email us bluepod at gmail.com um, and give us five stars wherever you're listening because <laughs> we really appreciate it. Well, and it's a great free way, you know, if you enjoy the content that we produce to let other people know that um, we're a podcast worth listening to. So we really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Um, just bail up people at the park. That is also Yeah, fine. just tell them about it. Um, my husband, Tim, is probably our most avid listener, <laughs> Mary, I would say. He quite often Definitely. messages you on a Friday to say, good episode today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's appreciated, um, Tim. Yeah, it is. Um, he came up to me, like we were just telling about something else. He said, you know, there's going to be a day where someone comes up to me and is like, you're Tim from the Bluey <laughs> podcast. And I was like, I think you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself, mate. But uh, it was um, very sweet. Who well, knows? Could be. I need to uh, shout out to a uh, random lovely mum in Geelong who <laughs> random uh, lovely moved into my sister in a park and um, both both their kids were wearing bluey gear so they started chatting about bluey and random lovely mum told my sister that there was a podcast she might like to listen to. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. Um, That's amazing. So, yeah. Uh, so was she yeah. like, you know Mary. <laughs> You're related. Oh, my God. Uh, look, I, I don't know if it was that level of excitement, but, you know, there was there was a bit of like, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Sint didn't just disown <laughs> me and said, yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, she talked us up, so that was very nice. And, oh, yeah. Sint. Uh, yeah, so bluey connections are being made in the world as we speak, and I love it. Um, you can bluey connect with us next week. Yeah, in the meantime, Mary, it's bowling. Gotta be, gotta done. be done. Bye. Bye. Ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. Hello?